The Viridian Nutrition range of 200 plus award-winning products includes vitamins, minerals, herbs, nutritional oils, specialty supplements, tinctures and balms. All formulated to be helpful, efficacious and pure. By choosing our Viridian Nutrition range, you are one step closer to your goal of 100% wellness. Ethical vitamins with an organic heart. Available at all Browns outlets. Browns and you. There are billions of women passing through similar experiences all around the world and for whatever reason, we often feel like we're alone. It's time to make a point of discussing these topics from a range of viewpoints. These conversations surpass age, race, location. They are relevant to women everywhere. Welcome to The She Word. Conversations that women rarely have, but really should. MAC Cosmetics supports diversity, inclusion, and conscious beauty for all ages, all races, all genders. MAC Cosmetics Malta is proud to support these important conversations. Visit us at Tinye Street, Slima, and let us help you express your true self. And here we go. Welcome to The She Word, conversations that women rarely have but really should. Oh, I am so excited, so excited for this show. We started The She Word with a show called Women and Social Media, which raised some enlightening and very unexpected points. And so today we're looking at being a woman with influence through today's platforms and seeing how these platforms can truly be a positive place of influence and experience and sharing. And also, I want to be looking at what we should be avoiding. So, Gail, Gail Baldicke, I'm not going to call you Gabby. I promise <laughs> I won't call you Gabby. <laughs> Bit of an in-joke there. But you were on the very first show that we had on The She Word, which was brilliant. And you spoke out candidly, not just about what is good to go out on social medias, but what we should do on social media and how influencers should behave. You're also now part of Vibe and you're working with Vibe, yay Vibe, and doing some really good stuff with them. And I'm going to come to you in just a second for you to fill in the gaps. But thank you for being back here. Thank you. I can't believe you were, you were on the show like 24 shows ago. So it's really cool to have you back. Now, Abigail Vick, you caught the attention of the she word after we had Sasha Vella from Love in Malta on the show Women and Women's Health, because Sasha was talking about uh, an ovarian cyst that she had, which was 33 centimeters long. And then Sasha said, you need to go and see what Abigail was talking about, because you had a very similar experience and spoke openly and published photos of yourself looking, yes. how can I put it, unwell. Yes. So we're going to talk about that as well and talk about your power to deliver positive messages. Now, Denita, you are new to I'm going to start me. crying, yeah? Why? I cry very <laughs> easily. Someone take the wine away from this woman. Then no, we don't know why. Because, I'm, uh, because I appreciate women like Abigail. Stop it, because she... I'm going to... <laughs> Stop it, because I'm going to start crying. <laughs> I even introduced you and there's tears on the Sorry. show. Dear Lord. Can I just... We're going to get you to fill in the gaps. And I'll find some tissues for you in just a second. But you were a recommendation from Gail over there when I said, who else should we have talking about 
social media, talking about being a positive influence. And Gail said, you need to speak to this woman who has a Yorkie oh, and who Thank is you. a chick. <laughs> and I said, okay. And I got into, well, actually, I stalked you before I got in touch with you <laughs> and was really, really profoundly impressed by just how grounded and how honest your communication is. And that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about having influence, being women with influence. So I've introduced you and I'm going to give you guys the opportunity to stop. No, no, I'm not crying. No, no. <laughs> I'm not crying. No. We're going to talk about, uh, we'll talk about all of this, but I'm going to give you just an, a bit of an opportunity to fill in the gaps. We're going to find out how you got into this in a second, but just to fill in the gaps of what you do and why you are in social media and, and really what your mantra is. Gosh, that sounds like an awful lot. But let's start <laughs> with you, Gail, because we had this conversation <laughs> about being a responsible influence. So where have you where have you moved from 24 shows ago to where you are today? Well, a lot of a lot happened. <laughs> it's in positive, of course. So I'm now the head of digital at Vibe FM. Uh, I take care of their socials. Uh, so strategy-wise, what we should do, what should we post, and why, and how. So there's a lot of thinking there. Uh, so that was a big change from 24 shows to now. Uh, positive change. And in terms of my socials, how I started. Um, I started during COVID, basically. I saw the lack of knowledge and in, in interest, increase of interest in influencer marketing. And whilst I was living in London, because I, I used to live in London, I did my research and sort of webinars and whatnot about influencer marketing because more local influencers, no offense, <laughs> they, as in, so I, they I, are, I learn from you. They, as are, well. they are local influencers. I realized that knowledge was very limited about how they should advertise, how they should, you know, present themselves in. With, with, sorry, can I start? Yeah. Now? Okay. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I realized that there's a lack of knowledge in terms of how influencers should present um, gifts when they are gifted and ads when they are ads. And I say gifted because, you know, they're not gifts. Um, and yeah, so that's how I started and calling out brands without actually calling out brands. But um, you have called people out. And it's one of the reasons that we've got you here because yeah. you speak... <laughs> the truth and you speak it uh quite um, unashamedly yes. and and you you're you're not even bashful about that you just like oh. i'm gonna say it how it is yeah. so we're gonna be talking about this topic very honestly very brutally and very positively yes always, always. so we, i'm i'm so glad you're here thank you 24 shows later <laughs> now abigail i as i said sasha told me i had to follow you and i have and I've seen what you're doing and I see what you do how did you get into this how how is have you gone from where you started to 30,000 followers and what is your mantra what, what's your goal it started off um I didn't used to speak on my stories before or anything like that it started off with fashion just fashion photos and growing up I was I still am a big fashion enthusiast so um I was doing my degree at university but something felt missing and they wanted to What were to you do studying? For teaching early years. 
Marcus. Ew. I'm also a teacher full time. <laughs> You're so lovely. Anyway, yes. Um, and something was missing. And I wanted to do like something as a hobby, not just go, going to university, going home, studying, you know, doing my assignments. I wanted something more. Um, and I thought, I'm, I want to start a blog. Start blogging about fashion, outfits, and that's how, that's how it all started, basically. Um, <clears throat> and I just posted outfit posts. That was it. A year later, um, I went through an experience which changed how I looked at things. Basically, I'm going to try and keep it very short. I was invited to a fashion show to do my first runway. Growing up, I was always a self-conscious person. I suffered with low self-esteem and, you know, self-doubt and all that. And before going on the catwalk, I was going to back out. I was going to tell the organizer, listen, I'm going home. I can't do this. I cannot do this. Um, but something in me like said, you have to do this. And I thought of that feeling and I actually did the catwalk. And then uh, this feeling was so weak overwhelming I wanted to share it with the world it's like I thought I'd, I can I couldn't do something and I did it and I you know started talking on my stories so that was how it started and the amount of feedback I got from a lot of people was I couldn't believe uh, the support and people people telling me I also go through this you know and that gave me the confidence and the purpose to speak more about personal experiences rather than, I mean, I love fashion, I still do. But speaking about personal experiences gives me more purpose, you know, to do what I do, so yeah. <laughs> I think you hit the nail right on the head. This is the end of the show. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but you hit the nail right on the head because this is why the she word is here, because there is something about women sharing common challenges, common uh, um, thoughts and acknowledging them out loud which empowers women because you know you aren't on your own. Definitely. And it doesn't matter what it is. It might be, yeah. it might be, as I mentioned before, it might be menopause, it might be pregnancy, it might be parenting, it might be how you feel about your body. Every Definitely. single woman is challenged by this and will probably go through that challenge for the most of her life. So you've just hit the she word right on the head because that's why we're having these discussions. I love you. Hi. Are you going to cry? Are <laughs> no. you going to cry, Denise? I try not to. <laughs> so tell me, because you have 40,000 followers, you uh, must have grown this audience from somewhere. I went on to see your uh, profile just a couple of days ago, and I was blown away by how many stories you shared during the course <laughs> of your day and just really how down-to-earth you are. And I, guess, I think that kind of echoes what you're saying and and also what Gail was saying about this sort of down to earth we've seen for millennia we've seen these women lifted high and and this is what you should look like and unattainable and I'm not saying that's not you you're no, a beautiful but woman I'm gonna get but you're very basic about this so tell me your journey <laughs> well uh, I started uh, like eight years ago um there was no one talking in Maltese on socials so I wanted to do it uh, I wanted to talk in Maltese because that's our language. It's something that is missing. It was missing more eight years ago. 
So I started blogging, not... Emma, excuse me, not Malti alone. No, today, no. And in fact, I was anxious about it because I always talk in Maltese. <laughs> um, so I started writing because there was no stories eight years ago uh, on Instagram. So it was a blog and I started writing. But I wanted to write on women looking normal, not women being divas and being like... Uh, models and uh, it's I wanted to there was a gap in the market that was missing that was normal people and norm normality everything looked perfect everything everyone wanted to look perfect so I wanted to fill in that gap and I started writing about my not so perfect life (laughs) but in a uh, like a funny way so people obviously would see me in writing because that's me and uh, it grew obviously well I mean you've just left a big gap out there because it grew from from I mean I'm sure that's a lot from of women zero I mean, <laughs> 40,000 40, but then there were stages in life obviously there was one episode that my jeans ripped on stories and I shared it and <laughs> I it, it blew <laughs> Then I was pregnant, so people, obviously, I said everything about my pregnancy. I'm very real and honest, so there were people that didn't talk about things. They didn't know about many things, and I was talking about them. Even men don't know about some certain things about women, and I talk openly, so they they listen, obviously. Then my son came along, so uh, there was there were many steps that got me to forty thousand, not just one. So, so you, the, you've you've just between the three of you opened up a whole bunch of other questions. I'm looking down at my questions, thinking I, I just want to abandon these because. <laughs> but I will come back to to a first question and ask you what platforms you use. What platform is your preferred platform? And come back to you first, Gail. I know you're on Insta. I'm assuming you're on TikTok. Are you Facebook? What's the what's the place where you engage the most? Instagram. Okay. Instagram, Same. TikTok just for laughs. For laughs, it's really I, I... TikTok I, I deleted it. I even I yeah. I removed it. Because I don't post I, it anymore. I it ad- was getting mm-hmm. to me badly. Mm-hmm. Okay, talk to me about this. But oh um, she's interested. I was because watching I this vid- this. these videos like uh, kids getting abused. And I, I see them. So the more I, I watch, exactly. the more they're coming to me. And I was getting so... Three, till three sorry, in the morning. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go back one. Kids being abused by... By their parents. And telling their... That they're like, for example, a 911 call. Mm. Someone's calling, telling them to, to, to tell them about these kids being abused by their parents and they're sharing them on TikTok. And it was getting so addictive and I'm getting more uh, agitated. And TikTok is not regulated as no, much. I, I deleted it's, it's... it. It was depressing me. This is really, really super interesting because you mentioned the word addicted. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now, we when we spoke in this show... 24 shows ago, we spoke with Shelley. You remember Shelley? Yeah, yeah. Shelley's indoor jungle. She went from zero to 170,000 followers in the space of, I think, nine months. Yeah. And she talked about the addictive nature of social media. Yeah. Now, everybody I know who talks about TikTok talks about how addictive it, it is. is. Mm-hmm. I'm on it because, well, I'm, I'm on it. 
I've got like three followers or something. And I just post because I post because of the she word. Yeah. And it's good stuff on there, by the way. Um, but it's, I've seen friends of mine become really addicted to TikTok. What does TikTok have that Instagram doesn't have? I think it hits what what you're liking. It keeps giving it to the you. So it's the algorithm. It's the way, it's the way even uh, um, it's designed. It's the video takes up the whole space. Mm -hmm. And it's, you only have to do this to to see the next one. It's very easy to use the scrolling, you know. Sometimes I go like, I prefer going through Instagram Reels. Even you know, me. at least I'm getting fashion ideas, you exactly. know. Mm -hmm. Pet, pet Revel. videos. Revel. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I'm getting quality videos about dogs. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's so interesting that you said that. I'm I again I'm not really into TikTok. It's not really hit me, but it's really interesting to to listen to three women who have sizable audience and influence saying that's not the platform that you prefer. Facebook? Facebook I use it because I have certain followers that are only on Facebook. You see, this is really they interesting. They are obviously bigger, older, older, older in age. So older, but it is a dying. It, it is, is dying, dying it is. But I used to share my stories on Facebook. I don't do it anymore because I can, you know, I get a lot of messages on Instagram and uh, sometimes like Facebook doesn't send notifications uh -huh, like Instagram uh -huh. does when you get messages mm -hmm. and they end up missing them. Mm -hmm. And so I stopped sharing on Facebook and people started I sending them me on Facebook. Uh -huh. You're not posting anymore. Those people that follow me only on uh -huh. Facebook, you know. Okay, I'm sitting around the table with three women who appear to be very comfortable saying how you feel and I'm really really refreshed by that so I'm gonna again I'm gonna start with Gail just because I'm picking on her for the time being when I get she's to your favorite no 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 she just doesn't mind being picked on is there anything that you've seen on socials because you mentioned Anita you mentioned about this thing about um children abuse and so on is that let's let's put TikTok aside for a second because we know that it has this we've defined we've set it at this table right here it has an addictive nature it it fills the page you only have to swipe and the content hits your algorithms and then it's there so maybe that's not the platform that is best for all of us but is there anything that you've seen on social media in the last six months as an influencer that you thought, oh, because we're going to come to the positive in a second. But is there anything that you've seen that's like, I was seeing this trend. For instance, there's a big thing a couple of months ago about Barbie, <clears throat> you know, Barbie, blah, blah, blah. I've seen a lot of stuff about um uh, stretch. I, I'm a graphic designer by trade, so I can see when a photo has been stretched. You don't have to look yeah, too yeah, hard. Yeah. But is there anything that you've seen recently that you're just like, I am not comfortable with this. I don't want to be associated with this. I actually don't want to even have this on my feed. Mm, not, asso not not associated, but the the AI, the face thingy. Not is it the, when. Um, there was I mean I didn't do it just because mm -hmm. I didn't do it but I, I don't mind watch like seeing photos of the, the these generated photos but in reality they do alter your face to an ex to like in ways which you know make you actually feel bad about yourself at the end of the day so I didn't even dare to 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 put to, to, to do this because but isn't this what filters do 
Yes, but this is like mega, you know, butterflies coming out of your hair. But only if you let it. Um, I mean, I get your point. But um, these these things are always going to be there, you know. Exactly, It, exactly. it, it comes down to us. Exactly. I never, them. ever go with a trend. You can, you can go on my feed. I never use... Trends, I mean, never used trends. I did it just because I just I did do it. me. I, I, I did it just because I love cartoons. I love yes, like imaginative exactly. things, you know. It didn't affect me in reality, you know. And some of them were kind of cool. Exactly. But I read but I read studies and I read I went on to articles and reading and that's why, you know. Uh, and I and, get that it might affect some people. And I just I just didn't I wasn't a big fan of it. I appreciated the, the sort of uh, arty side of it, but I just didn't uh, do it because it does change your face and even Egos, it gives you another Not dimension. Just, there are many filters that change your face. Yes. Sometimes I'm seeing yes. stories and I and I'm thinking to myself honestly, Lalo, how beautiful she is. And then I I, I say, ah, she's using a filter. I'm gonna try it. And when I try it, I'm looking 20 years younger than I am It's with true. cheeks. It's true. <laughs> I don't know how they use that because it's, it's funny that when they're seeing us on stories and then they see me at the grocer with my ponytail up here looking mech, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's getting it's gonna get to you even more if yes. you're using filters. Yes. 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 I use filter, but just yes, I, a light I one, so uh, just to make me feel a bit better <laughs> than I am. <laughs> Ma well, well, before we come back, because I'm going to come to you in a second about these these trends that we, you didn't didn't want to subscribe to. But I'm going to come back to you and ask each of you about these filters. So what kind of filters, you know, when you put a, a I am like the worst at Instagram and <laughs> any of these things, but when you put a story up, you can just swipe to Paris and it just makes everything a tiny Smoothie. bit softer. <laughs> when you get to my age, girls, <laughs> you're going to need a little bit of that. But what filters are we talking about? Are we talking about filters that you've downloaded? Are we talking about filters that make your thighs a little bit thinner? Are no, we just talking about no, something not, that softens not it? Is, that's one thing I and never did and I won't do. That will make me look thinner because it makes my self-esteem, obviously, mm -hmm. not. I'm not going to feel good about myself looking a size six on my Instagram and then I'm going to the beach and I'm a size 10. Mm -hmm. Doesn't This make sense. Really interesting. So you're the filters that you're using is oh, just to soften the. the, the I, I just use it just to to not like it, to, to look better, even to okay. look better for the story to look mm -hmm. good aesthetically. Like uh, exactly. the colors uh -huh. and you know the, the coloric. I just so make it match with my home. Around <laughs> if you're taking stories at home, you know the colors will pop out exactly. more. That's that's the so reason. Color enhancers. Mm -hmm. We're talking about color enhancers yeah. that you use and not necessarily something that's going to change the structure of a photo and present you as somebody yeah. else. Many, many influencers, I don't get it is, what I don't get is that we're, we're in, in the public eye. So obviously people are going to recognize you, they're going to talk to you. And obviously you, you, you have to, look, to be yourself mm -hmm. because if you're not going to be yourself, one way or another, you're going to get caught. Mm -hmm. It's like if you're not going to be honest with yourself and be honest with your followers, What are you doing on social media? I have, I have had that experience where I've, I've known a person through, 
through social media, met them and walked straight past them. They stopped me and said, hi, Trudy. And I was like, I don't know you. Oh my and gosh. literally didn't. And not, I was not the only person because my now husband said the same thing. I didn't recognize them. Uh, and exactly the same. And, and, and you're calling out these, these filters. So we've established on the table here that changing colors and maybe softening a photo, but not changing the structure of the photo, that's okay. Not changing yourself. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Coming back to you, Abigail, something that you've seen as a trend on social media that you saying, I'm not going to be part of that. Mm. Or something that just makes you feel slightly uncomfortable or something that, because there are trends on socials. I don't know, because um, what I follow is like what I like. So... You know, if I don't like something, I really don't get these people um, who don't like something, you know, and they're like gossip, gossiping about it with mm. other people. Mm. If you don't like someone or something, don't follow them. Mm -hmm. It's easy as that, you know. So I don't get people and I hear a lot. I mean, I work, obviously. I, you know, you, you, we live our normal lives. We get mixed up with more people and you hear people, you saw what you did uh, and this negative talk if you don't like something why are you wasting your time looking at it watching it you know participating in it so uh, my feed is like made out of things i like mostly and how danita said what you like is what keeps popping up so uh, i can't really tell you that there's i saw something on my feed which i really didn't like you know Danita, any trends that you've seen on social media that you just don't not, like or didn't not like? Not trends. What I don't like is people trying to make up a perfect life which nobody has. Mm -hmm. That's what I hate. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> Because we cannot have husbands that are like found in the kinder surprise. <laughs> we cannot have relationships which we don't fight in. We cannot have perfect children. We cannot have... We cannot have, No one has a perfect life. And if we're going to keep posting and making younger generations think that somebody that they look up to has this perfect life and they're feeling super bad because they don't have it, it's, it's, it okay, cannot so keep going. Okay, so let me going. challenge you on that because how do you differentiate between positive and perfect? Because you said positive vibes only. Yes. <laughs> How do you do you see what I'm saying? How do you differentiate between uh, if something perfect how you feel and positive? Like if, than what, for example, if I fight with my husband and I tell it on my stories, I tell it in a positive way that everyone experiences these fights with his with with their husbands. So I don't go there moaning about my husband and obviously making making him feel like an <laughs> <laughs> she pointed to her potato there <laughs> i just go there talk about it and tell everyone that every everybody can obviously everyone fights with their husband and so it is positively said I don't know how to explain it in English. No, 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 I, you, no, no, I, potato I, I hope I'm making sense. <laughs> perfect potato. <laughs> Gail, this thing, this difference between perfect and positive, mm. because algorithms are going to follow women who are, this, well, let's put it this way, there's two ways to, to generate algorithms, either through anger or through positive 
and beautiful yeah. messaging. Now, is there a is there a balance that you have to strike between perfect and positive? Every time I see you on social media, you have the best smile on the planet. That's she's true. not my favorite. She's not my favorite. I'm no, just she's but one of do. my favorites too. <laughs> I'm so glad we established that. But you do have this great smile. You, you, all three of you do. You have this great smile. But are you ever in aware that you may be presenting perfect rather than positive, or are you mindful of that? Mm, so my my approach is rather than positive. I I said this many times. I'm I'm not at all about the positive vibes. Because if I'm having a shit day and I want to share it because so that you don't feel alone, I but I will say, listen, I am having a shit day and I don't want to justify, oh, tomorrow I will feel better. No, I'm having a shit day and today is shit. You know, cheers. Bye. I'm off. And that is what I will share. It, it's not positive. It's quite, it's, it's a downer. But it's how I feel. So I am not all about the positive vibes, but I am all about sharing my experiences, um, like Danita said and like Abigail said. But I, I, I'm definitely not all about the positive vibes. And but when I'm having a bad, bad period, I'm just not active on socials. Just because <clears throat> I, it, it will affect me. I will appear fake if I am on socials then. So I'm going to cut in with a question there. When you decide that you're going to share your bad day mm -hmm. on socials mm -hmm. to your audience, mm -hmm. what are you hoping or expecting as the result? Or is that just not even on your scale? You're just doing it because you're venting it? Or are you trying to identify? No, I'm doing it to vent. And I'm also doing it to remind people that, listen, I'm a normal human being. I have bad days. I have shit days. I have, you know, troublesome days. I have bad mental health days. So I do it also to for you, for for you, for everyone to not feel alone. And I do get, um, I, I, I don't wait for messages to come in, but I do get those few messages to t and, and they share and they appreciate my honesty. Oh, and sometimes you get more messages when you tell the bad ex exactly. than when exactly. being positive. Exactly, because people want more of the exactly. real... The reality. Uh, let's, let, let's, exactly. let's of the it, normal. Of the normal. And let's face it, I mean, our days aren't all happy and jolly and, uh, you know... By four days, when my kid <laughs> <laughs> makes the most of, of the shit days... <laughs> Exactly. I mean, because, because people can relate. Exactly. You know, for me, sharing a bad day, okay, it's not positive, you know, but positive will come out of it. So, uh, how, how am I going to explain this? The end result. Uh, because sometimes, if, if I say, okay, ma, ma, I'm, I'm really on a bad day, like Gail said, and I'm saying that my, my kid today is driving me crazy. If I then tell them, but it's okay, mm. he's only a kid. It's not true. I'm really angry at the exactly. moment. How can I say, exactly. but he's, it's okay. It's not real. It's not okay. That's no. not how that, you were feeling exactly. at that exactly. moment in time. Exactly. Which comes back to the whole point of, norm, of normalizing a bad day because yeah. everybody wants to be able to empathize. Yeah, exactly. Women want to be able to yeah. empathize with somebody else who is having a bad day. You just said something. You said you went off social media. If you are having a really bad yeah. patch, you go off social media. Style to the contrary, yeah. Well, this is, okay, you've raised a point because I spotted that you went off social media, Abigail, you and you have your your 30K audience, 30 plus K audience that you need to engage with. Algorithms 
tell us that we need to engage all the time to be able to maintain and grow that audience. You went off socials and you're saying that you, if you have a bad day, you go I on socials. I do the contrary because of my, my ek, mental health. So because I feel this better. This is really interesting because I want <laughs> a, an opinion from all three of you. But first of all, why did you go off socials? Uh, basically, I was going through, I can, I can explain or... <laughs> Please do, <laughs> if you don't mind. I mean, if it's if it's okay. I just don't want to keep it short for you. <laughs> okay, no, it's fine. We, we, anybody want a top up? I'm going for a top up. You carry on. <laughs> no, so basically, I was having problems with bloatness. Um, I was misdiagnosed. Um, doctor told me it's gas. It can be IBS. Blah blah blah. It ended up being um, a 22 centimeter cyst in my left ovary. Um, uh, I wasn't okay with, I, I mean, as soon as I got out of the hospital, I went in hospital, um, in the emergency, um, I was shocked. I didn't expect it. Um, you had no idea this was going to happen? No. Exactly no the same as Sasha? I left, I left school. I told them, listen, I'm going to take one hour of um, work. I'll be back. But I went to emergency. <laughs> I didn't go back to school. That's how... Much I was like once again clueless. twenty-two centimeters is it's it's if um it occup it occupied my whole abdomen basically because then we took the MRI and it was up till my like and then it yes holy cow so um I really thought about speaking about it straight away to be honest because um when I, when you go through certain experiences I really believe that everything happens for a reason um. Uh, and, uh, you know, when I cannot find reason, I say maybe I need to share this with my followers um, so that anyone going through something similar, not the same, even something similar, maybe they have just an operation coming up, you know, they can feel, you know, not alone. I really felt alone, even though I had all my support, you know, I had my family, my friends, my boyfriend, but people told me um, that it's rare to have as is that big at my age. So I really felt alone. I was like, what's wrong with me then? If it's real, you know? But I didn't feel it's like... It's not that rare though. Sorry? It's not that rare. I, now I know, <laughs> now I know. Um, um, but I wasn't in my right mind after, you know, getting that, that news. And I just felt like I needed to take care of myself first before being able to speak. Mm -hmm up to other people so can i ask you because you you did post you posted a photograph of you in hospital after everything okay because then that went viral mm -hmm. and it got picked up exactly. by love in malta so your news that you were already struggling with even though you're an influencer suddenly blows up people now, knew something was wrong because I, I i posted that an operation is coming up you know, um, but I didn't go into detail because so I didn't know what was going to So you took some space away from social. I needed that, yes. How hard was that to do? Everything was hard at that point. So I had to like back away from many things, um, not just socials, you know. Um, this happened at the beginning of the year. So I was like with that mindset, I'm going to start a healthy lifestyle, I'm going to get training, um, I'm going to have a classroom in February, um, you know, there were... But I had to like back away from all that. So it wasn't just social media, it was a lot of things. What was the response 
from your followers when you A, stepped back and B, came back? It's amazing. Um, my followers are truly amazing. When I stepped back and I explained, I said, listen, I'm going to take some time off socials because I'm not feeling myself. I am not okay. Um, I need time, you know, to take care of myself. We support to take all the time you need. Mm. That's that's the, and it gives me goosebumps even speaking about it because you know that's the positive of social media. You hear so much negative about social media. We have to speak about the positive as well. And when I came back and spoke about what happened and all the story, wow, the stories I they were sending me people, women, um, it blew my mind. Um, you know. People tell me that I'm helping them, but they're helping exactly. me too. Exactly, that's what I was going to tell you. Danita, coming to you, you were right there saying completely contrary. Your public health, you... Uh, when I was when I had my baby, I, I had uh, the postpartum depression like many women. And I talked about it immediately. Sorry, can I... So, can I break this down? Because postpartum is... The experience that you have after, I know, uh, I've done shows on this, uh, You is the experience that you go through after you've had a baby. There's a period of time when your body is recovering. Statistically, medical profession will say that it's six to eight weeks, but it's well, more it likely was to like be... two months. And, and it's now appreciated that it's probably six exactly. to 18 months. That your body and is, say and hormonally and everything is adjusting. So that's for anyone that doesn't know what postpartum is, because it's new to me, that's what it is. So you're going through postpartum, but you're also on socials anyway. I, 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 I like to talk about my problems because I know that I'm getting people telling me that even they are, they, or they went through it or they are going through it. So it's like I'm helping them, they're helping me. I'm not feeling alone, they're not feeling alone. So I feel better. I, I'm, I'm that type of person that I feel better when I talk about my problems. So obviously, when I talk about my problems on socials, I'm getting a lot of feedback back that these are normal things. So when they were telling me that it's normal, I was feeling better. I was healing. That's what I do. That's what I like doing. Obviously, everyone's different. So now I'm going to come back to each of you and I'm going to ask you, as an influencer, as an influencer with an audience, as somebody who uh, is outspoken, whether it be to say I'm not going to speak, whether it's somebody who's just outspoken, or whether it's been somebody who's able to share the, the more challenging aspects of your life, which I know that you will have, do you ever get negative response for doing that? And if you do, How do you respond to that? Because that also has an impact. You talked about postpartum. You know, I'm I'm fairly sure that you had some women t telling you to get the heck on with it. On post on postpartum, no. But I get a lot of negative comments because I let my kid play with girl toys. What? Oh. <laughs> And I get a lot of them. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> I have a boy. So your son is how old? Son. He's three. And, and he really loves cute. princesses. Oh He loves princesses. And I let him, we buy princesses for him and we let him be. And I get many, many negative messages and some are brutal. Like you don't send certain messages to a parent. Not at all. 
and it gets me ta, because when obviously there, these are comments about your children it's not about you now so it's different but I just don't text back but I can do see that you're getting sometimes I do sometimes I don't I'm but seeing I... you getting emotional so this is not <laughs> something that you can just block them and it's done it's because something... I'm, a, I'm a type of person that I just don't give a shit about what people say about me because I know that even if they don't say anything they're still saying mm -hmm. mm. so it's... okay so I'm going to dig a little bit deeper because I did see you get emotional there you don't give a shit but, but when it comes it to my must, kid, obviously. It must have an impact. It, exactly. It must have an impact. Uh, when, when, it, when it got to this point with my kid, and I, I, I can choose not to share my kid playing with princesses, but I believe that there is an importance that I do it because there is still a big stigma in this country that, not in this country only, that kids are kids. Let them be kids. Let them play with anything and everything. It's not just girls or boys. Just let them be. Mm -hmm. If he's going to grow up and he's going to be gay, then I'm doing good. I'm doing the right thing because he's, he's having a wonderful childhood just like he loves it. And if he's not, I'm teaching him to respect and accept everyone. That's how I think about it. In fairness, I mean, this is where, where at the moment we're going through this whole, whole gender definition, etc., and everything has to have a label. When I grew up, with my Cindy dolls, I cut all their hair off and <laughs> took a black pen and gave them a black crew cut. <laughs> and they would hang out with action men. <laughs> <laughs> but funnily enough, if a girl is playing with cars, that's fine. Mm -hmm. And if a girl wants to go to football, she's cool. But if a boy wants to go dancing and if a boy is playing with princesses, it's not good. So to come back to girls' <laughs> question, because I'll come to you next in a second, but to come back to girls' question... Do you block them? Do you respond I, to them? Do you reply to there's, them? There's a certain person that sent me the, the most harsh message that I sent back. To, to that person, I sent a message back telling her but that... But you haven't blocked them? I blocked her and we have a, a group where I go and train my training sessions. And every time I try to text in this group, Facebook tells me that a person you've blocked is in this group. So she comes to train with me <laughs> and I don't know who she is. <laughs> Awkward. Awkward. <laughs> if that's you, we're on to you. Wow. Wow. I would be curious, eh, I think. No, I don't care. I, don't I mean, uh, a person like, she can be like she's doing not the partner exercise. She <laughs> She affected me for like a week, that message, telling me that I wanted a girl, I had a boy, and I'm doing everything to treat him like a girl, and like in summer, ah. that all that shit. So that hit me, and I was thinking that I'm doing it wrong. I, You know what happens, that you keep overthinking of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But then my husband told me, listen, we both know that this is what he really loves. It's not something that we are emphasizing on. We're not going in a toy shop and telling him, listen, go in the girl section. If I go in the shop, toy shop, he doesn't even go in the boy section. So it's not me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Round of applause for your husband. <laughs> I have to say, you know, respect to him. <laughs> Gail, you are nodding like a crazy lady over there. Yeah. Because you are outspoken. Yeah. And you say how it is. And you have called out other influencers yes. for their behavior. Oh. 
<laughs> I know I I know I sh- I know what she's doing. Though. Okay, why 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 have we got this? Yeah, I'm no, thinking no, it's a thing we can't talk about later though. Okay. <laughs> um okay, so if that's the case, what do you do? You must then receive some negative feedback. What do you do? Mm, I block. I block and delete. Because why are you even on my feed? If you don't have the decency to unfollow me, then I will block you. But then, you know what I think to myself? We are in the public eye. So we are getting... Obviously, but I don't many opinions. This is something else. Uh, same, same. I don't accept. I, I, I accept criticism. I accept opinions. Most yes. of the most but of the things we get are not uh, criti- is not exact. But then it depends on how are you saying it to me exactly. So I mean, I'm not saying if I get if, if someone messages me, you know, oh, I I prefer your hair straight and curly. I don't. I won't block them. I'm not a child. But if someone is offending me, or, or, no one or, would or say being, that, right? Well, yes, I had. I what? had. I had messages where I prefer you like this and like that. I like who the are you to tell me? I didn't ask. I never but asked. Sometimes they quack. are just saying it. It uh-huh. for they. They're not thinking before. But I don't write. care. I, I want. To, I want people to to learn to respect mm-hmm. others, and then and people should be very like. We are human beings. Who are you to tell me that I look better like this? I look better like that. If I'm not asking, if I had to, if I went on Ooh, a, on a story okay. and I'm like, oh, do you prefer this or that, guys? And like, okay, okay, fine. Uh-huh. You're I asking. If I, if I did a blow, blow dry and I'm happy with my blowout, why are you messaging me? Telling, like, why are you wasting your time to tell me how you feel about my hair? People, I'm, I'm, I'm coming, okay, oh, whoa, because this has just exploded. <laughs> this is like the most exciting conversation ever. <laughs> So I'm going to come back to you. I'm going to come back to you about what you, how you respond. But before we do that, I just want to just raise the point that you were kind of intimating just there. If you put yourself up as an influencer, you're putting yourself up for comment because you profit from putting yourself up. I don't agree though. Oh, okay. Tell me, tell me, tell me because I I want to hear what you Just because I'm in the public eye and just because I'm outspoken and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't give you the right to tell me certain things, to offend me. To not to offend. I'm not telling you you that they they can offend. No. It doesn't give you the right. But we are there for many different opinions. And yes. we cannot be liked but by everyone. If, we cannot be loved by everyone. What if you keep everyone. the opinion to yourself? Oh, that's 100%. Because, because I, I never comment on Anita, anything. Abigail, through I have a lot of opinions. But no I exactly. don't share them. I don't comment. I just I scroll. Don't. I, I don't. Scroll. Watch. I that's scroll it. or unfollow. Exactly. Simple. Coming back to how you respond, but I want to jump in because you were like... Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> you, what were you, you going to... I was go. I, I once spoke about this on my stories. Um, some people think that because we're like on our on public, like we share our things publicly, that it's okay to like gossip about us. To I mean, it's okay to share an opinion. Um, but you know, good th- the good is good and the bad is bad. It, you don't have to be on social media, you know. And the worst is, I don't know if it happens to you. When someone is some someone sees uh, sees me, and I'm somewhere, and they come, oh hi, how are you? They tell me, oh I like you, not her. Yes, yes, but yes, yes, yes. I don't care. Who asked you? Which who do you you don't like? Uh, exactly, exactly. But I think they people... try to to get into you, so maybe you get something out 
of that telling them something about bad about the other person mm. that Which, they mentioned so they can blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Which comes down to algorithms because algorithms are not just a new phenomenon that happens on social media. Algorithms have been around exactly. for millennia. You might go in the playground and you might say, hey, listen, that person over there, you know what? You're going to get people coming exactly. over and talking to you because you have a piece of information mm. that they don't have. That is an algorithm, effectively. Mm -hmm. Coming back to you, Gail, you were talking about what, how you respond to negative, you would block them. As in, it depends how negative. As in, I had someone telling me once, <laughs> you know, he was like, he, he was like, um, um, you looked better in 2000. It, he mentioned all of the year, in 2018. Then you look now. <laughs> and it affected me badly because I might I might look appear confident and blah 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 but I also have my I'm also self-conscious I'm also not sure about myself I, I'm also you know I don't feel pretty sometimes I so I have my days where I feel like a total garbage bag so and him messaging me on a commenting on um on a post freely publicly so how did you respond I I think I showed it to my friends like guys you wouldn't believe this bloody Anyway, ex-colleague, he was an ex-colleague. And they started defending me. And then eventually, and then I was like feeling bad. Should I block him? Like, I know I used to work with him. Like, how? It's awkward to block someone, you know. Eventually, my friend was recording him out. Then he called her fat. Like, it was a whole fight. Uh, it was a whole fight, ooh. basically. And I, I didn't want that. I don't like this drama on my, you know. And eventually, I had to block him. I had to hide. Uh, I reported his comments as sort of abuse and blah, 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 because he was bullying and harassing. And eventually, I blocked him. And, uh, you know, my ex now he was an ex-colleague. Now he's an ex-human <laughs> for me. He doesn't exist anymore. I love this ex-human. So that is when I I have to block, or not just a bad comment, when, when they go over the limit, you know, when they go over, when they forget that we are humans at the end of the day. If I if I am in the public eye and whatever, and I get endorsement, and that doesn't mean that you have the right to, you know, call me out, especially when it's not true and when I didn't ask. So They don't have the right, but I think that we, as people that are, putting ourselves out there yes. we have to make this it's uh, for our we have, personal we have game to, to, to be stronger i think yeah, that's true i agree but i i will still not accept it i will be strong i will be i will be prepared mentally but i will still never accept it i will still never say ah oh, okay, because i'm in the public eye sometimes like, uh, i don't uh, these uh, these blogs normally i don't follow like uh, these news portals uh, because when they get something on us, they, they post something on us, which we said, and they obviously post it in the way they want it to look. Mm -hmm. I just don't see anything. I just don't go and watch what people the write. It will affect you. But I, I don't go. And sometimes followers send it, send mm -hmm. it to me. I, mm -hmm. I tell them, please don't send it again. I'm We're not watching. We're talking about clickbait. We're talking about algorithms. Exactly. Abigail. <laughs> You have a statement on the top of your Instagram page, positive vibes only. Is that true? Uh, do you only receive positive vibes? And if you don't only receive positive vibes, how do you deal with the flip side of 
being an influencer? To be totally honest with you, um, most of my messages are posi- positive, but I do get negative ones. You talk um, about them sometimes. And I talk about them too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For example, I was, once got a message um, from a person saying, Mushovia, you're posting all these things if you get everything for free. Do you usual? That is not criticism. Is that criticism? How would I get you, that, that alone? But I just don't. I just don't. <laughs> that is not a... criticism, you know. Um, I explained that just because these things are not free, they take a lot of I think time. I got that to... message from the same person. Yes. Mo- probably. I, yes, probably. <laughs> That's what we were talking about before. <laughs> I got um, targeted because I got yeah, that from that I got person. messages saying um, you should be careful about the way you dress because you're a teacher, so you should be more careful, you know. And I talked about that too. Um, you know, so you do get messages. Um, I neg- sometimes get messages not to let my husband be shirtless at home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a whole different show. You know what I'm saying? We could go. Let's not go. I, I just rabbit funny. Hole. I just but funny. We just laugh about you know. But you, you but just said something back there about um, about monetization, and you don't get it for free. So I just wanted to ask you. I wanted to start this show by asking you. Know, I've kind of forgot to do so. How much? How much time? Do you spend, Anita, on socials creating your content? Because the last time I looked, there were at least 20 stories. And I looked at it and I was like, and they were good stories. And I looked at it and I was like, good Lord, this woman, it must be creating all day. So funnily enough, I just go on with my day. I just use my phone, film and post. I don't, obviously, if it's not a reel or if it's not something that has to do with work, like going to a store and filming it, I'm just But roughly, doing it roughly let's say, a day or a week, how, how much time I never thought about this. You may see, it may seem a lot, but when you, when you think about it, it's like an hour of your day if you squish it. Well, for statistics me, say that even two, even the average no, woman. No, but, all but the even if you are not yeah. on your phone, you are it's thinking about. Minutes. No, I'm thinking about what I'm working on all day. Last time I had a so, massage, uh, I told just them. just when your oh, phone is in your hand. And... <laughs> I got so many ideas of how many reels I'm doing. My friends were like, what? You, you were thinking about content whilst having a massage? So this is a, in, a, in other words, in answer to people who say you get it for free, uh, in your case, this is a full-time job. It's not for coming, free, for sure. Coming back to you, how much time really, bearing in mind that the average woman spends two hours, five minutes a day on socials anyway, even if she isn't an influencer, how much time are you spending dedicating to creating the content that other people enjoy? You see how I put that? that was nice. <laughs> I can't like say two, three, four hours. You cannot. Because um, I'm either like thinking about what I can create. Okay. I'm either creating, shooting or editing. Even if like I'm washing the dishes. What can <laughs> I do next? You know, I'm washing the, the floor. Is I think that would be a good idea. You know, so <laughs> because this is is not it's not just work. It's a passion. It's a exactly. hobby. So even if you don't want to, it's like you're going to think about it. You know, if it's something you enjoy, it's something doing. that excites you. Exactly. We had this conversation 24 shows ago. Yeah. That it's not a hobby. 
that it's not a hobby and also you called out it starts as a hobby it starts as a you hobby. but you oh, called uh, out for this, me that's how it started this whole thing about being remunerated about being paid for the posts that yeah. you do and in fairness when you talk about when you're talking to these two ladies who are spending effectively a, a large percentage of their day thinking about the content which would generate the users which would then justify the paid investment it's kind of like you're the, the the guys that give you the free stuff are getting a good deal yeah. because it's nobody not for free. nobody works Gives that you. hard. Yeah. How often do you think about the time that you're spending committed to social media? I mean, you do it as a living, so you, you do it you... as a living. So my life, <laughs> twenty four hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but a good, good. More than five hours a day. From Monday to Sunday, you think? Because th- there's Monday no to Sunday, Saturday and Sunday. I have my Sunday. job and then I have my own stuff on the side. So, right. So, but I what? do love getting off socials. So that's Sunday for me. I, I'm off. Even me. Like, bye. Sundays you don't? Not all day, but if we're having lunch, I'm not going to stay on my phone or filming it. Even if we're... We're with friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hate yeah. people filming whilst we're having a chat. I have my, my best friend is Tamara Webb, which is she's very popular. We never meet and take stories. Good for you. Almost, maybe we take two just of the kids. <laughs> That's and the it. irony would be that if you did, that would be a social media blow up because the pair of you are people both love people love yeah, it, but sure. we just love our company. Not yeah. not good for it's you. A good thing. And good for you because you took the time out after your operation and just said, "I'm not." I saw you because I, I was trying to contact you and I couldn't get hold of you. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. "On my phone." <laughs> yes, thanks a lot. <laughs> so let me let me ask you one more question before as we're heading towards the end of the show. But what drives you? Is it the likes? Is it the comments? Is it the positive comments? Is it the engagement? Is it getting companies saying to you, I want to be engaged with you? Gail, what drives you on social media? What's the thing that as an influencer, which you are, and you are also involved in influencing other businesses, what is the thing that fires your soul? Um, Growing uh, personally, so so, uh, personal growth, and also... Define that personal growth. How do you define yourself as growing personally through social media? Because this, ultimately, for me, this is a business. So it is being an influencer at the end of the day, if you're monetizing what you're doing, not everything, of course, it is a business. So it's I'm growing, I'm personally growing, and how I want to grow. So authentically, you know, truthful, and the way I, I work with whoever I want, I refuse others that I don't want to work with. Okay. As in, I don't want to sound like I have brands flooding me with deals because I don't. But the ones I work with, I genuinely like. And that is how I want my business, this side of my business to grow. Whilst showing my true self, my moods, my happy days, my bad days. So personally, I, that is how I want to, to use this platform to grow. Abigail, what drives you? What gets you up in the morning to spend your time washing the dishes and thinking about how you're going to post that day <laughs> um, um connecting with people definitely so um, comments or likes or engagement or following or it's more of a messaging like you know feeling understood and 
understanding others, you know, that's what, what, you know, keeps me and, you know, creating and getting followers, appreciating what you created. That's also a nice thing. Yes. For me, it's, uh, it's genuinely about, uh, for example, when I, when we go out and people come talk to me and tell me that I make their day, I make them laugh, they were sad and I made them happy. That's, the deal for me but then obviously this comes with it's it's a business as you said and when brands especially when brands I love contact me that's a highlight for me so I work with brands that I really genuinely loved from when I was little and now I work with them so that's a plus I'm going to pull back because when Gail said that she turns brands down you nodded emphatically you turn brands down yes a lot a lot because I, first of all, you cannot work with everybody. Sure. You cannot work with with a, a body brand and work with, a, with another body brand a week after you posted that this is your favorite brand. That is something that I hate. Mm-hmm. So if I'm doing that wine, which has that certain name on it, and I'm telling you that that's my favorite wine, <laughs> next week I'm not te- changing my opinion into another brand because it's silly. So you're defining your value as being genuine and avoiding disingenuous I think from my account, I I made this relationship with my followers that if I'm promoting something, it's something that I genuinely like. It's not going to be something that everyone's going to love because obviously everyone has his opinion. But for me, it's something that I really love. It's not something that it's just there because I'm being paid for it or that's something that I got gifted. I sometimes get gifts which are not paid and I don't post. And I tell them, sorry, I don't like them. I'm not going to post it because it's, it, it doesn't make sense. If you're going to break the trust that you've built with your followers, then you're going to break everything. Mm-hmm. We're heading to end the, the end of the show, but what I'm going to ask you to do is, uh, we could sit here, can I just say, we could sit here forever. forever. <laughs> keep going I'm absolutely <laughs> loving this conversation and I, I absolutely adore your real brutal honesty and I think that we need more of this but to wrap this show up because you know I'm going to ask you back again uh, I'm going to ask each of you just to leave some closing thoughts so your thoughts about you as an influencer your thoughts about your responsibility as an influencer and what you hope to achieve as an influencer as your closing thoughts. Do I have a volunteer to go first? I can. I like the way Gail just went (laughs) me. I can go first. Go first. (laughs) For me, it's always about being yourself. Always. Because if you're trying to portray someone that you don't, that you're not, day by day, it's going to break and you're going to get depressed and you're going to get you're going to get a mental breakdown because if it's not you who you're showing to all the world then it's not it doesn't it's not going to make sense obviously um as an influ what did you ask again about the can i well, can i stop you there because I... I got no <laughs> me can i just interrupt you there and just ask you for anybody that's <clears throat> watching this and is engaging in in the algorithms you go out and you are yourself. And from what I can understand, having stalked you all over the place, you, you're not a person who feels they need to pretend they're six foot two. Because in exactly. fairness, you're not. 
But does that not, where do you find that confidence? Where does anybody find that confidence just to say, I don't give a shit, this is me? First of all, I think it's something that comes from your background, I think. And it's something that how you've been brought up to be, I think. Because my mother, that's what that was the first thing that she always taught us. To always don't give a shit about what others think of you. Because if you're perfect, they're still going to say. So it's useless. Um, I think, obviously, the confidence is not something that I don't. I have self-esteem as well, but I talk about them because if you talk about them, you're going to feel better. And if I I I don't be myself on Instagram and I don't say that my nose is big, someone, oh, obviously, people are going to see your that. Nose is oh, not, wait, I mean, seriously. I'm just setting just an example. I'm looking at your nose now and I'm like, <laughs> your nose is not big. <laughs> no, but if I try to make myself look like a size six and I'm not, I'm just fooling myself. Right? Yeah. So if if that's what I always tell someone who comes to me and tells me, but how how can I start this business and start mm-hmm. doing this? And I tell him, just be yourself. Because if you're being yourself and you don't succeed, you you were yourself. If you're gonna not succeed at least it was you. No, you were not pretending to be someone else. And then you t- you, you, you tell yourself, oh, but maybe if I was myself, I would have done it. Mm-hmm. Abigail, you have to follow this one. <laughs> um, your thoughts as, your closing thoughts as an influencer, a word of guidance or a word of wisdom that you would like to share? Because you can't, and you can't take that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have to think. Um, but it's true. You have to always be yourself, you know. Um, if you're always yourself, I mean, it's true that there's work involved, but if you are always yourself, you don't have to like to think, to see what, you, everything comes naturally, you know? Um, family moments, good, bad days, you know, everything is natural. That, that I think is to always be yourself and believe in yourself, because you're, you're going to find people who will tell you, listen, you cannot do it, but you have to try, at least try and believe in yourself and you will do it. You're also a role model um, to a lot of younger mm-hmm. of, of audience on Instagram. So what would you, what would your word of wisdom be to any young woman who wants to do what you've been able to achieve? Definitely not compare, not compare. I mean, you have to start with looking at yourself. What do I love? What are my interests? What are my values? What do I, what do I want my life to be, you know? Must you look at someone and say, how good she's doing, I want to be like her. No, that's not the way I think. You have to be yourself and, you know, work on yourself and create. <laughs> Gail, I'm going to give you the closing word. Pressure. 24 shares, it's 24 shows later, what would be your word of wisdom is it the same as it was 24 shows ago or have you moved on and you have new wise words to share i i forgot what i said 24 shows so did i so this you can't go wrong (laughs) i would say um follow people if like if we're talking about instagram here social media follow people who uplift you follow people who you admire not just aesthetically but also emotionally mentally and follow people who don't. Um, 
I mean, it's hard. It's easier said than done. But caring what other people have to say is uh, is useless. So try and be more like Danita, I would say. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it is important to have a good support system and friends who believe in you, friends and family who believe in in what you do. Once you sense jealousy, you just have to let go because you will find people who are jealous of, I, I don't know, they think that, that this life, lifestyle is very lavish and, you know, all glitters and gold, but it's, it's, it's not. Uh, so if you sense jealousy, just, you know, like get rid of, of these toxic people around you. And ultimately, of course, be yourself, be genuine, be honest, um, be open about, especially if you're working with brands, be open about it, don't hide. Um, so, yes. And uh, if you are yourself, brand deals will follow, followers will follow, some will unfollow, and it's fine. <laughs> you lose some, you gain okay. some. <laughs> so, yes. So, cheers. Ladies, cheers. cheers. Thank yes. you so, cheers. so, so, so much. <laughs> you know in <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much that was that was fucking awesome <laughs>